This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Brandon, we're joining you here this afternoon. Thanks for all tuning in here on WBRN, 1460 AM, 107.7 or 96.5 FM or the WBRN app or website. We appreciate all the listeners from all of our great platforms. We have a great show for you today. We have a full interview with head coach of Big Rapids Girls Basketball, Jessica Heist, and talking about how the season ended up for that team as well as outlook into next season as well as we'll start to get into spring sport previews as they are coming quick and in a hurry but before we get started gotta thank our sponsors for making this show possible those include the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Alter Care Big Rapids, Johnson's Automotive, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, the Mikasa Osceola Career Center and Moda, the Mikasa Osceola Transit Authority but without further ado let's sit down with Coach Heist to talk Big Rapids girls basketball. First question I have for you is uh, overall the season very very successful. Um, as a coach, just seeing the the progression and the development of the team, what were your overall thoughts on how this year went? Yeah, we just actually we had our banquet this week, our end of the season banquet. So I've got a lot of those thoughts fresh in my mind, you know. Um, so we celebrated a fantastic season. We were twenty three and three and ended up 10 and 0 in conference play. So as far as records and wins and losses, you know, pretty, pretty satisfied with how things turned out. Um, we had some big goals for the season and for the most part, we accomplished them. And so I think the kids feel pretty good about that. And, um, at the same time, you know, we're both, or we're all a little bit, you know, disappointed with the ending thinking that we could have maybe, you know, gone a little bit further in the playoffs. So Absolutely. And you mentioned that postseason run was definitely spectacular to follow as a fan. Um, just seeing the the community being behind the team, especially going into that big game against Holton. I mean, how does that make you feel as a coach, especially for how your team has played and being able to see that support on the outside? our girls have, have really good, you know, fan support, parent support, you know, most games, um, that we play through the whole season. Um, every player's parent is at the game, which is awesome. You know, I know that not, that doesn't happen everywhere. So the kids have really great support from their parents. And then, you know, down the stretch there, we had great community support. And I feel like for the most part, you know, um, most of the time our Friday night games, even being the girls game before the boys game, you know, we have a really good turnout. So going to Houghton, we had a huge student section. Um, you know, we filled a, a big fan bus and we definitely had more students than them. We had a lot of community members that made the trip. And, and I think that means a lot, you know, you can hear them hooting and hollering when things are going well or when they're not. And I think that that gives those girls that little extra push that they need sometimes. So definitely very appreciative of that support. Um, you know, I think especially from the students too, um, you know, it's good to see their classmates and peers in the stands and that that's exciting as well. Absolutely. And a lot of talented players on the team, especially the depth was definitely something that stood out to me watching your team as well as just the overall leadership. Just talk about how all the girls that have went through the program have really developed that leadership role and really provided for this team, especially in these last postseason runs last couple of years. 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> to have eight seniors is a lot of seniors on the team, um, and that doesn't happen very often. But usually if you, you get this far and that many kids are still playing, the chemistry is usually pretty good. Um, and the girls on the court, their chemistry was spectacular. They played a lot of basketball together. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and um, they're willing to, to meet each other's needs, if you will, you know, wherever it needs to be. And so um, that was huge. And, and all eight of them play a very different role and have, and um, but they did what they needed to do. And so that is a big part of our, our success. Um, you know, our two captains, Riley Heiss and Hannah Smith, um, they have been on the varsity for four years and they are competitors. They um, ran the show basically, you know, um, a lot of times I didn't think they needed me. They had it figured out on the floor and the two of them would do whatever needed to be to win. They're extremely coachable and yet they hold their teammates accountable. Also, um, they fill roles that, um, they maybe don't want to fill, but, but they do what they have to do to, to make the team successful. So they've been there for four years. Kelsey Gorchevitz also has been on the team for four years. She had a fantastic season, um, injury free, which is what we were, we were banking on. And, um, she showed up on huge nights as well. That made a big difference in some of those games. And then Julia Waltz is another senior that started for us. Um, she is, uh, going to Northwood to play soccer and she's just a fantastic fantastic athlete. And she was huge for us early in the year on the, the defensive end. And then towards the second half of the season, her offensive boards and putbacks, which led to free throws made a big difference also. And then Layla Valentine came off the bench um, and she had some great, you know, defensive games for us and, and some great offensive games. And she just brings a, a burst of energy that um, is, is really needed at times. So those kids, um, so the three are the four, I'm sorry, the four starters and then Layla, and then you have um, Mackenzie Osaski and Ensley counselor that come off the bench as two other seniors that um, are willing to do whatever they need to do. If that's be a post, take a shot, be the, the kid bringing everybody's spirits up there. They're there to do that whenever needed. And then the last one, I think if that counts to eight there um, rounds out as Jenna Williams, who unfortunately tore her ACL um, during volleyball and, didn't get to play at all. And she would have given us a lot more depth, even from both offensive and defensive end. So it was kind of a bummer that we didn't get to have her on the court, but she was right there with them the whole time. And they're just a good group of girls that have played a lot of basketball together. So. Yeah, absolutely. And especially with the success from the season, obviously district title against Cadillac and then winning the CSAA conference tournament, the inaugural tournament for the conference. Uh, just talk about being able to take home those trophies as well as knock those goals off the list. Yeah, you know, obviously we start every year that way with the conference, um, you know, being the conference champion. And yet we we knew Kent City was going to be the tough one and, and knew Morley would probably be right there, too. We always have a battle with them, with them coming back to the gold side or I guess merging them all together. Um, we knew that that was going to be tough. We've been dealing with Nuego, you know, the last couple of years. But um, Kent City was just always looming there. And so when we beat them the first time, we were kind of like, OK, we're you know, we're all right. We're here. And the kids were just super super excited. And we knew we'd probably have to play them again or Morley again, um, in the conference tournament. And, and we did, and it was another great, 
game, close game. And so that was huge. I think the kids, you know, to, to see their hard work and their, their efforts paid off, you know, just gave them that boost of confidence. You know, we lost um, two regular season post game or um, season games and, you know, both of them were close games. Both of them were not great nights for us. Uh, I think a different night, um, you know, it probably goes different, but we learned from both of those things, you know, how we have to, um, step up when something's not working or when we, we see, you know, something that we're not used to seeing. So, so they were good learning lessons for us. And then obviously the district was always looming. Um, the kids, these seniors have lost the four, the three that have been here for four years. We've lost in single digits the last three years, you know, um, and heartbreaking tough losses. And so they just wanted it so bad. And we played, you know, when we played Cadillac in that district final game, um, you, anybody was there could just see it was not our best night. Um, we were very tightly wound that night. You could tell just the nerves and the, just, you know, the desperation and emotion on their faces was, was a big part of it. So, um, to have that win and get that taken care of was just a huge relief. You know, at the end, the kids are all crying, tears of relief, tears of joy, you know, just emotion was fantastic. And, um, it was just a good thing to be a part of. So, um, it was, you know, overall up until that point, everything was, was great. And, um, they, they achieved those goals that they had set out to get at the beginning of the year. For sure. And kind of going back to that conference tournament, obviously the inauguration of the tournament, the first year you've done it. How did you guys prepare for that, um, especially as the coaching staff and really kind of getting the players ready for something that really was new to them and they hadn't seen before? Yeah, it was kind of different. Um, you know, first of all, the girls absolutely love the trophy. I mean, it's a pretty awesome trophy that they got, <laughs> but they, the idea behind it from the league is, is I think a great idea. It's, you know, the way they seed it is so that you're playing the, the top teams in the league right at the end of the season. So you're getting some of that tough competition again, before you head into your postseason play. So we weren't really sure how it was all going to work out until we got there. And then we were hit with kind of a crazy weather week. Um, and so all the other games in the tournament, if you will, from, you know, cause there were like three different layers or tiers of the tournament based on where you finished in the league, never finished the tournament. Um, they didn't even play their games. So we were actually the only game that played the tournament. Um, but the league really wanted us to do that. So we were a little bit apprehensive, you know, kind of like everybody else was saying, uh, with weather and injuries, we're super worried. And, you know, then that kind of gets in your head and the girls, it did as well. Kind of like, okay, do we really want to be playing this? It really means nothing, but we want to play it and we want to be ready for postseason. but we don't want to risk an injury. And so finally we were just like, look, we're going to just attack this game. Like we do every other game. And we're going to have one more shot to show Kansas city that, um, you know, we're, we're the better team. So, um, once we started that game, everything was, was fine. It was a, it was a great game. They have two amazing girls on their team. Um, that are just studs basketball players, but defensively we, we did a good job on them. So it was fun. The ending was fun. Um, we're supposed to get these really cool t-shirts that we have seen yet so the girls keep reminding me of that like daily um but it was a it was a good good inaugural part of the the league alignment so more to come from coach heist after these messages on wbrn really kind of looking into to next season obviously losing uh, a lot of key players from this year's leadership squad but certainly with as much depth i mean got to be pretty high up on the outlook going into next season i would say for sure yeah, I think there obviously is going to be a, a big drop off, um, you know, when you lose that many kids that contributed. Um, and, you know, we we played defense well, we scored well. 
um, you know, it, that's going to be tough. But we have uh, Marissa Warren will be back. She will be a next year. She would be a, a three year starter um, and she'll come back and um, kind of be the the floor leader, if you will. And Kaylin Newt, who also is a, a junior, um, had some really great games towards the end of the season. So we're looking forward to what she's going to be able to add. Um, she's kind of a, a presence anywhere. She's good presence inside on defense because she's long and lanky and she's got a great shot and um, it can score for us as well. And then Hadley Fox is a sophomore that saw some good minutes down the stretch. Um, so she'll be a junior next year and she'll be, um, you know, needed to score more and we're going to need her to do that. And then we have two other juniors, Zoe Taylor and Grace Pinkham, who will be at, who will be back um, as well. And so hopefully they can put some time in all, all of them, all five of them, you know, and we can blend with some younger kids and get back on track. That's the, that's the hope. Absolutely. Coach, final question for you. Obviously so many players coming through and now you're seeing even some like Julia as well, moving on to the next step. And as well uh, with Riley announcing her commitment, first of all, congratulations for seeing you. her play Thank Ferris you. State softball is cool, but just how was it really to have her on the, on the team for you being able to coach her as well as just have that connection and just really share these nice moments with her. Yeah. You know, the thing about all of them, that's, that's great. And you look at these, the senior class, you know, Julia is going to play soccer at Northwood. Hannah and Riley are going to play softball at Ferris. Um, and then you have, who am I missing here on that group? You've got Ju um, Jenna is going to hopefully be back and healthy and she's going to go play basketball at Kelvin. Um, Kelsey is playing soccer this spring and, and she could go play at the collegiate level if she wanted to. She could play basketball somewhere. Um, and then Mackenzie Osaski is a, a great softball player as well. Um, and she could play uh, college softball. So you're looking at all these kids that have put all this time in to, you know, being athletes and being good at their, their skill. And despite the fact that it sounds terrible to say, despite the fact that they haven't all put this time into basketball, you know, we were successful because they're athletes and they're competitors. So it says a lot about what kind of kids we're dealing with. And as for Rye, you know, um, when she was little, she was my water girl, you know, when I started and I really thought up until about sixth grade, that might be her role was the manager of the water girl. And, um, since about sixth, seventh grade, she's just put a ton of time into the game. She works really hard. And that's what I'm most proud of her about. Um, it's not easy being the coach's kid on a small town and the things that she's had to endure um, are not we're not easy. And at the same time, she just puts her head down and goes back to work. And so that part was really special. The district was huge. That was something that was really important to her. And her ultimate goal the last couple of years has been to have a opportunity to play at the collegiate level. And she she had that opportunity to do both. So that was the hardest part, choosing between the two. Um, but she's super excited about staying home and um, going to Ferris and, and having her fans and family there to, to watch her play. So it's been a really special four years and, um, and with Riley and all those kids, they're, they're just all great kids. Big thanks to Coach Heiss for coming on the show. Appreciate hearing her insight on the season and a spectacular season for Big Rapids Girls Basketball, one that was certainly fun to follow as a fan. Going into spring previews now, we'll kind of dive into each sport kind of as the months go on here in the spring. And starting off with girls soccer, who are already underway actually for many teams, including hometown Big Rapids, playing against Grand Rapids West Catholic uh, earlier on. Actually, it would have been yesterday as we're recording this, so it would have been Thursday. Thursday. 
um, compared to Saturday as you're hearing this, but losing to West Catholic in a really high quality affair, one nothing. Um, I mean, certainly a good way to start the season against good competition for Coach Ray's squad. They've obviously uh, they've been there. They have a very uh, a very good team as far as experience is concerned, and a team that is used to winning, and they've certainly done that over the last couple of seasons. Obviously, getting the CSA a crown last year, uh, and definitely had a great season for sure. But I mean, right behind there was a lot of good teams in this conference that made it certainly tough. Nuego and Tri County, um, the two that stood out for sure. Obviously, Big Rapids, Tri County have met in the district final, I believe, two out of the last three years. So you can certainly see uh, their all overall high quality uh, of play from that team as well. Coach Campbell's done a great job with that program as well. Um, for Nuego, they've certainly been a team that has been prominent in a lot of different sports over the last couple of years, especially on the girls' side. I mean, Coach Painter has really uh, made that program uh, very, very successful. I mean, a district crown last year after beating Muskegon Oak Ridge um, in a really high-quality game. But I think over the last couple of years, we have seen a lot of these teams continually improve, and especially now with the new conference format of losing some teams and having some other teams now coming in. Uh, it's going to be very interesting, especially. You look at last year's standings um, from the 21-22 season. Obviously, Big Rapids was on top, 9-0-1 in conference play, 16-6-2 uh, and and overall on the season for Coach Ray squad. Nuego was right behind, 8-1-1 and in conference, 16-4-1 and overall. And then Tri-County, 8-3, and 13-8-1 and and overall uh, for their record last year. So those three teams, obviously, the number three, probably the top three teams we'll be looking at. There are some other teams that certainly we will be watching out for. One of those teams is the Grant Tigers. They were unable to field the team in 2021 uh, because of just low numbers. And obviously, that was the first season back from COVID. So it certainly impacted a lot of programs. Theirs especially hit probably likely the hardest. Uh, but last year, they showed some great improvement. 3-5-2 uh, and two in conference play, 6-8-3 and three overall. Not necessarily uh, flying colors when it comes to the record books, but they showed some great improvement compared to some years past. And they certainly seem to be getting on the right track. They were able to beat some uh, higher quality teams that were higher up in the standings, including Reed City in the CSAA tournament game um, that they played back on, I believe it was May 20th. Uh, but I think you look necessarily at some other teams like Reed City as well, who's a team um, that has gr really greatly improved over the last couple of years as well, because um, they've certainly uh, been on the rise when it comes to their program. Obviously, Coach Pulaski coming in and really establishing um, really the identity of that program. And they were able to play some teams very well um, over that last season, not necessarily getting the wins per se, um, but uh, definitely getting a lot of wins in non-conference certainly boosted the morale of that club um, throughout the season, finishing with an above uh, 500 winning percentage overall is certainly something to be proud of, and they can certainly make some noise this year, but I think it's fair to say right now Big Rapids is the team to beat. They've won the conference the last two years and have made a stretch run from even past that, and I mean, what you've seen overall from this team over the last couple seasons, obviously, uh, not necessarily the fastest of starts in non-conference play when you look back at um, archived results, but they're playing against a lot of these good teams right away, establishing their play against top-tier competition. You saw that against West Catholic in their opener, but based on the feedback that I heard from that game, Big Rapids played really well. Obviously gave up a goal in that early on in the second half that was ending up to be the decider uh, for that Falcon team, uh, but I think necessarily you can see this team as playing some very good soccer, especially at the end of the year. That's what Coach Ray emphasizes a lot, and that's why that they make these postseason runs year after 
year. Uh, but West Catholic was a team, obviously, that came in last year. We were watching into the postseason for those that tuned in on the broadcast for those playoff games. Uh, I mean, they were 9-9 nine and nine last year, the Falcons were, but they were a team that you knew that if they were going to be matched up against Big Rapids, potentially, then that would be a close game. I mean, they lost to Catholic Central, which Catholic Central would end up playing Big Rapids and beating them to knock them out of the postseason last year. Um, so starting out right away with these really tough games is going to be really good for this Big Rapids squad. Obviously, now they have a little bit of a break um, from that West Catholic game. Won't play till April 4th against Ludington and Cadillac, a schedule that they've played quite a few times already uh, over the last couple of years, as well as Petoskey and Gaylord will be in the mix. They'll go back to Williamson for the tournament. So this team's going to be looking really good. Obviously, Julia Waltz is back. Uh, many of that defensive lineup will also be back and Teresa Vance as well um, as some young players as well. Alatucci will be back in that midfield spot. Hadley Fox, a lot of these team uh, members that really contributed last year, but now will be making a step up with the departures of some of those talented seniors. So if they can step up, the team can fundamentally be able to string passes, hold possession and use their high quality speed and shooting. It should be a great year. Cardinal soccer. Make sure you subscribe to not miss out on any episodes from now till the end of this show, which to be honest, no idea when that'll be. So we'll be here to stay for as long as we have airtime. And we thank you guys for making airtime possible here on this show. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Want to thank our sponsors before we go for making this broadcast possible. Those include Motive Makasa Soa Transit Authority, the Makasa Soa Career Center, Alter Care Big Rapids, Johnson's Automotive, Quality Car and Truck Repair, the Schubert Insurance Agency, and Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids. Brandon Wirtz signing off. This has been the West Michigan Sports Show on WBRN. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day.